Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. Brought to you by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Connect with Sharon now at bostonconnect.com. Now, here's Sharon McNamara. And good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, along with one of my very, very favorite guests. We have Sean Cunning here, along with Trish Flynn, office manager over at Boston Connect Real Estate and full-time realtor. Um, hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Oh, pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. 80 I, degrees. I Gonna know. Love it. It's so yes. beautiful. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. A conversation today might talk a little bit about ice dams, but the good news is, is we don't have any right now mm-hmm. if you have ice dams right now you have bigger problems <laughs> you're, you're somewhere else yes <laughs> you're certainly not where we are yeah. so so sean you had a busy again this is sean cunning from sullivan garrity and donnelly and he is located in cohasset but they have several branches all over uh, I, I always say i do all of my insurance with you through you and mm-hmm. all that other stuff i know mark's always trying to fight you on the battle well he I doesn't know. listen yeah. he Co- doesn't listen commercial insurance he's a plumber <laughs> yeah. he wants to do plumbing not insurance exactly exactly <laughs> (laughs) He doesn't understand timelines and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, just do what you're told. Um, (laughs) But anyways, I recently made some changes over there, too. So the girls were great. Who did I I dealt with? Paula. Paula. Yeah. She's great. Yep. She was great. Changed Mackenzie out. So she's fully on the car all by herself now in another state because she's going to be up in Vermont all summer. And it's good that you call. A lot of people forget to call our office and tell them that the car is out of state. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you, Sean. A lot of people do it because they don't want to pay extra Mm -hmm. and they think that, well, how are they going to know? I'll just say I was away for the weekend. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I went to Catholic school. Yeah, (laughs) You can sleep at night. It's called guilt. (laughs) You know what I mean? But no, I'd just rather be protected. I I mean, mean, that portion of it wasn't that expensive. What we ended up doing was ultimately, she was just a temporary driver, an occasional driver Mm -hmm. on the car. And we made her a full-time driver and all of that. So Yeah. And the carriers are actually denying coverage now. I had one about two weeks ago. The family moved to Alabama. They called, but we also needed their address where the car was going to be at. Yeah. They had a large loss down there. The originally, the carrier was uh, a local New England carrier, and the car was down in Alabama, and they denied the claim. Oh, the really? The car was a total loss. It was an expensive claim. But yeah. thank God she, they sent me an email, and we just were waiting for the address to make the change, and then they went back and honored the claim. Oh, but wow. had they not called me, there would have been a no coverage on that car. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I know. Wow. So it's important to have a dialogue, you know, a relationship with an agent that you can. You know, it's funny, too, because I, I send emails to your office a lot. And mm-hmm. I don't, you know, there are times I'm like, oh, my God, they probably think I'm a pain in the, you know what. No. And, and But you know what? If you don't call, then you don't know the answer. That's right. You and know and I, mean? I like email because you got something documented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bought a new piece of jewelry this morning. It was $3,000. I'd like yeah. to get that scheduled. Guess what? You know, we got now we got a little paper trail. Mm. Now it's you know we can get you some coverage on it that at well, that time. Mother's Day is you know oh, yeah. Sunday. Yes, happy Mother's yeah, Day. tomorrow, right? Yeah. Tomorrow isn't tomorrow's Uh-oh. really supposed to be Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so maybe I will get a three thousand piece of ju- jewelry. <laughs> maybe Mark will be calling you and saying. <laughs> maybe he's listening, scrambling. <laughs> maybe he's listening right now. What about all my Louis Vuitton bags? I should probably get those. Uh. You know, get some insurance on those guys. <laughs> but um, so again, we're talking about insurance and any kind of insurance, and mm-hmm. um, we're going to obviously have this on our podcast. Uh, getting these shows up on my podcast been a little bit behind it's just we've been so busy with real estate it's been crazy yeah, exactly yeah, you've the been markets, busy yep a lot of new purchases going on and quick closings and <sighs> everything's just in time like you know i'm closing friday i need to get this done today and mm-hmm. they're not giving us a lot of lead time but 
it's part get, of the business. You're getting it done. I yeah. know we, we have to make hay while the sun shines. But one of the things I've been saying to people is this um, atmosphere that we're in right now feels very much like 2004 and 2005 mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. me. And I was very uncomfortable during that time. It was like, you know, just people making decisions on emotions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. You know, so we're seeing a lot of that right now. Mm-hmm. You know, what we're really seeing is sellers you know, they hear us saying we have no inventory, we're having multiple offers on properties, and we're having multiple offers on properties because there's low inventory, but that's giving the sellers this idea that their the House value of their so home is worth, you know, mm-hmm. fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars more than it actually is. It's yeah. crazy. Yep. So still have to be realistic. Yeah. Exactly. So and when you're realistic it sells. Exactly. And you get the multiple bids. Some markets though. I gotta tell you, yeah. Medford and Cambridge and all those areas. They're going like hundreds of thousands of dollars over asking. Wow. I, I, I've been trying to help my brother find a condo up there and it's like grossly Jeez. over asking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. It's, it's so in regard to the insurance, sure. what are some of the things we want to talk about today? I know yeah. we had, you know, the winter. Why don't you give us a little All update All right, so just a that. kind of quick recap of the winter. We had 110 inches of snow. The insurance <laughs> companies dealing with over $1 billion in claims. Oh, wow. And, you know, basically as agents and the carriers, we're seeing 10 times the normal activity. So it, it's wow. been crazy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel bad for some customers and you know, it, it was. Others oh, not it, so much. Yeah. Well, no. I, you know, you, it's your own fault. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what you get. You know, we and, told and you I to feel get bad a for, for non-customers that, yeah. that they're not. You know, they might not be getting the mm-hmm. service, or, or what they thought they had covered was not covered. I mean, I, mean, I think it was a great insurance checkup for a lot of people, whether or not you had a claim or didn't have a claim. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how did you carry it before them? Did they call you back? Did they get a mm-hmm. somebody out there timely? And have you seen a check? Uh, you know, for your claim. I know a lot of people right now haven't haven't got a check for the claim that they had back in February, oh, wow. which is frustrating. What happened was the carriers got so busy that the adjusters were flying in from Texas, yeah, from Florida, and they moved into hotels, and all they did was adjust losses all day long. And you know, and one of the things, too, with with all of the ice dam things, now we're seeing it, Trish, on our end when we're out there working as buyer's yes. agents mm-hmm. and as listing agents, too. You know, we're asking the question, have you ever had ice dams? And they're like, nope. And I'm, then I'm walking around the house, and I was like, hmm, it's odd. Fresh that paint. I can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Smell paint. Well, I, I can see, like, these stains by the front windows right now, yeah. you know. Yeah. So with those people, I mean, they had the ice dams. What I'm wondering about is, did anybody, when they were repairing them, did they do things that were preventative so they don't get it again next year? That's right. Yeah. Is that what the insurance will give you money to do that? They will do that. The way they normally pay is to, they, they'll give you a, a number that they think it's going to be to repair. And yeah. then you go out and hire a contractor and you can either agree with that number or go back and ask for more uh, and then repair it. Once they'll get that wall open, if they see further damage, they're going to you know, you can go back to the carry and say, hey, look, there's something here that you couldn't see that I couldn't see. Yeah. Let's put in a supplemental yeah. check. And that happens a lot. Well, sort of like with your car, right? Sometimes yeah. they'll take the hood off and they're like, oh, yeah, we didn't exactly. realize that your, you know, water yeah. thing was squished. I was at a cocktail party last night, a little uh, networking event. And this guy told me, he said, they came in and did an evaluation on his dining room. And he said they had this beautiful wallpaper. He said on the quote, it only gave me $1,000 to replace the Wallpaper. wallpaper. He said, I got a sample of it. I took it to a place. It's 12000 for the wallpaper. Oh, my so, goodness. Obviously, you go back for your supplemental now. Yeah. You know, will so. they give them the full amount, though? They will. But they only give you a replacement cost if you replace it. So what they're going to probably do for him is saying, here's 8000 When you actually replace it, 
We'll give you the rest. We'll of give that it a balance. Mm-hmm. So well, that makes sense. So I does. mean, if he likes his wallpaper, yeah. Well, it, that's a really nice uh, wallpaper. I wouldn't is. let anybody touch it. I wouldn't I hang, hang a picture on it even. <laughs> <laughs> Must be a big dining room too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my goodness. Wow. So. Well, the other thing too is is um like as we're driving around and looking around and looking at houses, like a lot of damage to the gutters and and yeah. all that type of yeah. stuff. So we'll see people be able to get all that replaced. It, exactly. Some of the most of the time it's covered, but you do have to look at your policy. I mean, if you just have a name peril. Typically, insurance covers, you know, fire, theft, lightning, vandalism, malicious mischief, yeah. and that's it. But other policies allow you to, to endorse the policy, give you kind of an open peril, which means everything's covered unless it's physically excluded on the policy. So a lot, lot of homeowners don't have ISTAM mm-hmm. coverage, and that's why I mentioned about insurance checkup. Even if you didn't have a claim, if you're worried about next year or a future claim, ask your agent. Okay. Am I covered for ISTAMs? Um, Am I? You are. Yes, <laughs> you are. Am I covered so for ice dams? It's a perfect example. I have a young lady buying her first house right now, and she says, uh, just give me the cheapest policy you have. Just give me the cheapest. And I'm like, you know what? It doesn't make yeah. sense to me. You will pay for it. If you had Later. an ice dam claim, if we can fast forward next year and you had an ice dam claim, you'd be out of pocket five dollars or $6,000. Yeah. The typical loss has been averaging about 5000 And I know when it comes to that time, don't you agree, Trish, people are buying and selling houses? They want the cheapest because they're hemorrhaging money. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. they're hemorrhaging money. They want to qualify for the loan. They're thinking about today and not yeah. In not the down the road. Mm-hmm. Yep. In when fact, they get wise like Trish. Yeah. And just before I got here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, I know I have the minimum. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah. Every time I do a show when we talk about certain things, I'll go back to the uh, office and I'm like, well, Trish, so do you have a will? No. Do you have the insurance? <laughs> yeah. Do you have she says no to everything. <laughs> it's so bad. I yep. know. And then I'm Living trying for the to moment. educate people like you don't want to do that. Yeah. Learn from my mistakes. But now we're seeing even financial planners asking, say, hey, I had a call just before coming into the studio here that mm-hmm. uh, what's my coverage, my financial plan? and wants to know how much liability I have and how much is my house insured for. If you think about it, that's one of your biggest exposures if you're underinsured. Mm-hmm. Imagine a financial planner doing everything correct and then you lose a million dollars because you had a tremendous liability claim yeah. that you weren't covered for. Oh. You know, there's nothing more devastating than that. What was the uh, one of the things I was going to ask? Oh, you know what happened at our house this year? I mean, nothing catastrophic, but um, two young girls were coming up this sort of like a little hill coming up to my house, and one of the snowstorms. It was one of the later snowstorms, actually. Sure. Um, like the last one, I think that we actually had, and they hit some snow. They were probably flying up the hill mm-hmm. there, and they crashed right into our mailbox. Oh. Well, the good news was is they didn't take down the pole and they didn't get hurt, but they were really scared. They were just young girls. And then the mother showed up. They couldn't get the car off of my mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to get a moving truck. I called the police just because I was like, someone else is going to come up. They're like, we don't go out for things like that. I go, that's fine. You'll be here in about 15 minutes when yeah. another car comes up the hill and hits them. Mm-hmm. So they all came out and the, the mother was nice. We'll take care of the mailbox. Don't worry about it. Can I leave my car here so I can get them to school? And But her car, they got the car off and all this other stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 don't worry about it. We'll take care of the mailbox. I'm like, okay, okay. Yep, they never took care of the mailbox. No. But they, they were gone? They left, yeah. Uh, they, I mean, that's just it's sort of yeah, terrible a, karma, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. I mean, you could file a claim against her auto insurance. Well, you didn't write any. I think Mark might have like, taken a, a picture, picture of, of her license plate or something. But, I mean, for a mailbox? Yeah, I know. It doesn't make much sense. And besides that, it worked out for me. I ended up getting a nice granite one. So (laughs) thank you. for. I gave them 20 bucks to knock over my mailbox. (laughs) God help the car that hits it next time, right? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. So I've always wanted a granite post. Now I have it. Mm, Nice. So I know, Trish, you had some questions for Sean in regard to real estate as well. We're going to sort of go back and forth with some things 
God, yeah, I, I just have a little scenario. Um, sure. It's the condo mm-hmm. where um, we went to the open house. And, I mean, the condo was adorable. Everything was ju- was just perfect. But they had their heating system in a closet out on the balcony. And when we looked up, it had tons of staining on the ceiling. So we got our offer accepted. We go back for the home inspection. They had painted over all the stains. Mm. Oh, really? I was like, oh, you're hoping I didn't notice, but we did. <laughs> I um, got pictures. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> the uh, home inspector put the little moisture meter up there and it was still showing that it was wet. And this was like right after the full thaw, like finally had green grass. We did have a lot of rain. Um, and they were like, oh, it never happened before. The agent tried to tell me it was like that when they bought it, but it wasn't. Um, <laughs> and they were saying because the unit above them probably didn't shovel off the snow all winter long that it just eventually seeped through. So now we have a repair agreement as part of the deal that they would um, take care of it, whether it's an association issue or a unit issue, whatever, they're supposed to take care of it. So the association comes out and says, um, there's no leak from like the furnace above them. There's nothing active going on. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, we're not gonna cover it. So you you know, you know can deal with it. So the sellers are like, okay. So they submitted a claim to their homeowner, their, to their unit insurance policy. And they can't come out till, you know, two weeks. We're closing a week after they come out. So it's just going to cause huge hiccups because we want it done beforehand, but now they want the money for What from has the to be done? The shed type thing or? They're probably going to have to rip down the drywall in the ceiling and, I don't know, clean it up and then replace it because it's going to be all soggy drywall. Yeah. Yeah. So how will that be covered? Whose insurance is it at that point? Well, typically, most condos, you got to really look at the condo bylaws and, mm-hmm. or documents and say, All right, what does the condo association cover? What am I responsible for? Typically, what I see is on newer condos, it, it's as built, as originally built. So that should be a claim against the association. But the association might have a $5,000 deductible, which is typical wow. on a big association. Mm-hmm. So then it falls back on the unit owner's policy and... Unit owner's policy should pay it, but I'm guessing that they would probably have a $500 deductible. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So now you're flying probably under that range where... Just you know, fix it. Yeah, just fix just it. Just fix it. Just do it yourself. Uh, you know, insurance isn't a maintenance program. Insurance is for big losses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, people call up and say, hey, my water heater broke. Well, it's 10 years old. Yeah, get you, a new you, one. Get a new one. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. yeah. And call McNamara Plumbing. Yeah, exactly. no, um, you know, th- what I had a question too, though, is with when we're talking about... Um, well, I just lost my thought. When we were talking about that whole, the condos and everything, um, I lost my thought. Studs in, studs out. Studs out. Ownership versus where the insurance covers. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I lost it completely. Yeah. It had something to do with that whole thing about with the roof and stuff and just replacing it themselves. I don't know why they just wouldn't just take care of it themselves. The sellers? I know. Oh, no. I know what my question was. So if they did file a claim to get that fixed, mm-hmm. is that going to affect them when they buy their new place? Exactly. I was just going to say that. You okay. know, they like. Have you had any claims on your current house, the new house you're buying, and your current house? And if you okay. answer the question yes, a lot of people say, you know what, let's wait three years, see how you do. Yeah. And yeah, so know, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. yeah. And again, if they had a five hundred dollar deductible and it's six hundred dollars to pay the claim, what's your net? A hundred dollars. Yeah. I mean. It, and not only that, I mean, what I would do for you, though, I mean, as the buyer's agent on yeah. this, clearly make sure they're not just doing a homeowner job on it. You know what I mean? Oh, just yeah, to we do have licensed cheap, everything. Licensed there. everything. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. job, yeah. Trish. 
Boy, you were trained. You were trained by the best, yes, I think. Yes, I was absolutely <laughs> yeah. very, very smart. One of the questions I have, if we can stay on real estate just for sure. a little while, so um, I had a closing uh, last week, a couple weeks ago, and um, you know they had done the home inspection. Everything had seemed to have been fine, you know, through the home inspection. A couple things came up, they took care of, and then the house was vacant, and they moved in with their family. We told them you have to get vacant insurance. I think we're the only people who really actually know that, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he took his chances by the way right? oh. his, his choice I remember we talked about that in another show yes mm-hmm. right yeah. taking your chances sometimes <laughs> doesn't work mm-hmm. but so we went to um so they did their final walkthrough and since the closing was on friday these people for some reason or another had to do their final walkthrough like on a tuesday so they went and did the final walkthrough and they noticed that the That's water stupid. upstairs i know that is dumb i would never ever would ever never recommend, recommend that. that but i was the listing agent yes <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I don't even know why. I mean, maybe they were out of town or something. Maybe they felt comfortable because it was vacant. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So they went and they went upstairs and the, when they turned the water on, it was like trickling out. So there was, something had happened to the water. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh, I don't know what happened. I asked the homeowners, you know, do you know what happened? They're like, no, we have no idea. It was working fine. I was like, all right, no problem. So we told them, they're like, well, they seem to think that it's working fine. And the other agent's like, Sharon, it really isn't working fine. So I was like, all right. Then it got hustle and bustle, just a lot of stuff going on. I said to Mark, who's a plumber, licensed plumber, mm-hmm. I said, do you mind? The house is right around the corner from me. So these are going to be somewhat my neighbors. I'm sure. going to see them yeah. and stop and shop, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, do you mind just shooting over there and seeing if this was Thursday night and just see if you can see what's going on with the water? And he's like, fine. He got to the house, no lockbox. But thank God there was no lockbox. Mary had already taken it off. I said, I'll bring the key home with me, and in the morning you can do it. He met up with Mary in the morning got to the house, water's trickling out. He's like, oh, that's weird. It's only the hot water. Went downstairs. Someone had shut off the water heater. Nobody knows who, nobody knows why. Shut off the water heater. Mark puts on the water heater, runs back upstairs. Water's working fine. Him and Mary take video and off they go. Okay. Closing starts at nine. Everything is uh, 930. Everything is perfect. Mm -hmm. New owners come. Everything's great. They check the water. Perfect. It's working. Yay. We're in our new house. Let's start doing things. Go to get a second load of stuff to bring in. Uh They come back, there's water dripping from the bathroom upstairs Uh through the ceiling into the first floor. So I'm like, what happened? So they shut the water off. And I was like, well, why did the, why was the water heater shut off? Nobody knows. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Which is hard. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I didn't do it. I don't know if somebody else was in the house that did it. Nobody knows why it happened. But I actually put myself in a position that I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have sent Mark over there. I just figured, you know, whatever. I mean, but I'm like, I said to the homeowners, can you just tell me what, like, did you did you shut it off? Like the husband was out of town, so we couldn't really get an answer from him. I'm like, because that's going to help him isolate it. Like, did a pipe burst? Mm. Like, what's going on? Lo and behold, Mark went over there. It was just the diverter. You know, a lot oh, of yeah, times yeah. that happens and it leaks into the first floor. Mm-hmm. So he was he could tell that it, it had broken before and it needed repair. And that was the whole situation. But whose who's insurance is that at that time? Is it the person who's now living there? You got to look at the when's the date of loss. That's the date of loss is the day it started leaking. It would be the new person, new person's mm. uh, insurance. Mm. Yeah, what a bummer. That uh, would have been a bummer. Mm-hmm. Now the adjuster might come in and say, you know what, we're going to go for subrogation against against the previous, oh. yeah, against yeah. the previous liability policy. So you were negligent. You shut this off. You knew something was wrong. And yeah. You left. So it you'd have to prove it though. You got to prove negligence. Yeah. Um, 
But again, it, I'm guessing that the repair was thousand dollars or less. Yeah, Mark took care of it. Yeah, so because it was I was like there. sort of in the middle of this situation where yeah. I'm like, these are going to be my new neighbors. I had a good relationship with the sellers. I mean, they were a great, mm-hmm. great couple actually. And and I'm not saying that they did something wrong. I don't know if I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. I, I just yeah. don't know who shut that off, and mm-hmm. I don't know why, why, and neither do they. So. You know, it was fixed. Mark was able was to make done, the yeah. repair, and I can see these people in Stop and Shop and know that I didn't do yeah. anything wrong. <laughs> yes. You go during the day. You don't have to go the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the ten o'clock at closing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Wearing all black. I just like I just need some grapefruit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, what are some of the other things that you want so, to touch upon? Well, I could touch base on some of the claims that we saw. Some of the yeah, interesting what? ones. All right, oh, I so, love uh, that. The deer. One, you're gonna have a hard time beating the deer. The one deer one. Us, I know. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. So this year. This will be chapter 11 of my new book someday. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the ones was um, interesting. A, a fairly wealthy family up in Wellesley. They have they had ice dams, and they didn't bother taking care of them, didn't have them removed. And the roof wasn't leaking, so they just you know crossed their fingers, hoped nothing would happen. Mm-hmm. But as the thaw came along, the ice dam slid down the roof, fell through the skylights, and landed into the kitchen. They have a, a new nanny that was cooking. Hit the nanny in the head, oh, broke no. the broke the granite countertops, and uh, did a tremendous amount of damage on oh, the hardwood gosh. floors. The it's probably a sixty thousand dollar claim plus oh. the nanny's in the hospital. Still, oh. so there's, oh, it was just that time. Well, it was she, she did it a, an overnighter. Oh, I really? mean, if it broke a granite countertop, can you imagine yeah. if that hit the you? size the of the blocks were bigger than bowling balls that oh, came through. My and uh, they normally have the baby on the countertop <gasps> while she's cooking, and so. Thank God no, nobody really Which is another claim. Yeah. So itself. the nanny's oh, the nanny's <laughs> yeah. okay, but there's a couple things that jumped out. Was, well, she went to the hospital. This is is a worker's comp. Does she have oh. a worker's comp claim? You have a full-time nanny. How come you didn't talk to your agent about that? Yeah. So did they do they have workman's comp for a they nanny? They did not have it at the time, but they're getting it now. Oh, really? Yeah. So the rule of thumb now is for nannies is 16 hours a week or more. You really should get a worker's comp. It's required by law really? to get a worker's comp policy. Huh. She's considered a full-time employee or, or or more than a temporary employee. Wow. Yeah. So. Casey nannies over the summer. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I think I'm I'm not under those hours, but I don't pay my mom, so she's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, wow. Yeah, you don't even think about that. that. I know. Oh. Imagine she was out for six months and she couldn't pay her bills. And, I know. You know, workers' comp will give her... Uh, you know her lost wages while she was out. We'll pay for her medical bills. Yeah. I mean, if she's out. Well, it for... sounds like it has. You have a pretty wealthy family there. I'm sure that this couple yeah. potentially would have taken care of her. Don't you think? Yeah, they, they would. In fact, on your homeowner's insurance, if it's under 16 hours, you can usually collect off your med medical payments coverage. Okay. Yeah, which most people have anywhere from a thousand to ten thousand. Oh my gosh. I know. Well, they got new granite. So that was a nice. Oh my god! Yeah, so I I have heard a lot of with the ice dams where people were trying to like get rid of them and then they came smashing through the windows. It's like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. guy died, didn't he? Didn't one know. guy die? Like oh, he fell through. He fell through. Uh, like a commercial building. Yeah. yeah, I think it was really hurt. I don't know if he died or not. Canton maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that he had died. Maybe. In fact, I insure a warehouse out in Canton, and and they, I was like, oh, geez, I, I heard it on the news, and I said, like, oh, that's not my kind of client, but <laughs> luckily it wasn't. But no, speaking of warehouses, we had an interesting one too. To, to clear these warehouses and commercial buildings, they were so expensive. And I have a steel warehouse out in Canton that we insure, and the be- the structural beams were bending with oh. the weight of the snow. So, you know, preventive maintenance is not really covered on a policy. But this particular one says we will pay preventive maintenance up to a thousand dollars. Say so, 
guess what the expense was to shovel the roof? 65000 <gasps> to shovel the roof off. So what they did was they snowblowed the, the roof all day long for yeah. a couple of days, and then they threw it in the parking lot. And then my carrier said, we had a professional surveyor came in, and, and the surveyor said, you know, you have structural problems. If you don't remove this, there's a good chance this building will collapse. So the carrier offered to pay for the snow oh, removal. They did? So that worked out wow. really oh, well. Oh, that's good. Oh, perfect. They didn't have to. But well, either that or they were paying for a building that was like exactly. a pancake on the ground and all the belongings <laughs> inside, and right? Yeah. So if that, anybody's inside, too. That yeah. was a good financial so. decision. Actually, I was down in near the Hanover Mall near Macy's uh, one time and uh, when they were taking snow off the roof. And they had a big you know, truck with like the big beam. Mm-hmm. And they had almost like a big tarp hanging off the bottom of it. And they moved it over. And there was a bunch of guys up there shoveling snow onto the tarp. And yep. then they moved and then they move it, it. And over. then they dropped it. Yeah, yep. brought it down. Yeah, that was a yeah, huge yeah. process. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of those commercial buildings did get reimbursed by insurance on that. But no, the whole requirement was you got to get a... Uh, a structural engineer in there just to say, you know, yes, this is on the verge of yeah. collapsing or no, it's not. Oh, my gosh. So Mark, actually, he was in one of the properties. He was in a commercial building in Weymouth, I think, and he came home and he showed me the pictures. Now, he's inside because he had to shut off the gas because mm-hmm. so, the building was, yes. you know, collapsing. The whole roof had come in, and he took a picture from inside the building up, and I go... We really weren't thinking this through. Like, the building is falling down. Like, it could have (laughs) fell more. Yeah. You know? The other telltale sign is see the sprinkler head above your head? Yeah. Where it's tied up against the ceiling? Yeah. Well, if they're hanging down 12 inches, you know that the ceiling's got a lot of weight on it. There's something going on. Something's happening. Yeah. So those pipes will actually sink. Oh, perfect. I'll watch for that next year when I'm sitting here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right over my head. So Um, when people are now going through, so the people who sort of, didn't have a good experience with their coverage last year. This is a mm-hmm. perfect time for them to, like you said, just do an insurance checkup and yep. everything. What are the main things that people should be looking at? Like when people come to you and they say, just give me the cheapest ones. What, are, what is the cheapest one and what are you missing? Yep. Like what could you not, something simple that could happen that you wouldn't be covered for? Well, you can walk in and just buy a fire policy. Your house is only covered for fire and that's it. Mm. And that's, you know, obviously what do it doesn't work. Require? What does a bank require? The bank's going to require, they call it an HO3. It's a homeowner's okay. policy, and it basically covers fire, theft, vandalism, malicious mischief, lightning. Oh, yeah. I and had then, the lightning thing yeah. at my house. And then, then everything else is extra. So that's all they're requiring right now. So what would be an extra? Well, an extra would be open perils, let's just say, ice dams. There's okay. no physical hole in your roof, but you're getting some, you know, getting some damage mm-hmm. coming in. And uh, with water, you know, water stains and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. That, that, that type Basic of thing. Stuff. You know, it's stuff that you don't think about that, yeah. that'll come up. Yeah, I know. You don't yeah. know until it, it until actually, actually happens. Until somebody leaves, like, bikes on the top of their car and then drives into their garage yeah. and takes out the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then it's like, what's more important? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you... I ran over a bike one time. <laughs> no, but, like, if you crashed into your garage with the bikes on, the bikes it does on all it. the damage. Yeah. yeah. I had a friend that did that. That's an yeah. auto claim, then. It's an auto claim? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So we have to go to a break. Okay. Rob's in there waving his hand at me. So I'll go right now. (laughs) Sullivan, Garrity, and Donnelly Insurance is a full-service insurance agency offering a wide range of financial and insurance services. At SG&D, we have access to the strongest and most respected insurance and financial markets available to meet our personal and commercial insurance needs. Since 1922, we take pride in our commitment to providing unparalleled service at competitive prices. With more than eight decades of experience and our ability to meet the complex 
insurance needs of today. We create the best solutions for our customers personally and professionally. We have convenient offices throughout Massachusetts including Cohasset, Chatham, and Worcester. Please visit our website at sgdins.com or call 1-800-287-8501. Sullivan, Garrity, and Donnelly Insurance is a proud member of the Assure Alliance Group. Are you thinking about buying or selling a home? Are you looking to purchase investment property or considering converting a property into condominiums? Or are you a business owner or investor selling or acquiring commercial real estate? Mahoney Law Group is a full-service real estate law firm and has guided thousands of people in the South Shore area through all stages and types of real estate ownership, including buying, selling, refinancing, and condominium conversions. They specialize in residential and commercial real estate closings and title issues. Whether you're a first time home buyer or a seasoned commercial real estate investor, the knowledgeable and experienced staff at Mahoney Law Group is ready to help and they're always available. Make sure to ask about their first time home buyer discounts on fees and title insurance. If you have questions about buying, selling, or refinancing, give them a call 781 849 Visit their website at mlgne.com or like them on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that number is 781-849-0700. Visit their website, mlgne.com, or like them on Facebook and Twitter. Mahoney Law Group. Are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails? Are these questions you have but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com, bostonconnect.com, or call 781-826-7300. 50% more talk real estate absolutely free. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara. Now, one hour every Saturday morning on 95.9 WATD. This is Trish Flynn with Boston Connect Real Estate, and we're here with Sean Cunning. Hello, Trish. And Sharon McNamara, who's fiddling around with her phone <laughs> i'm fiddling with periscope you can't see me though oh there oh, there i am can you see yes. me yep all right perfect we can see movement you yes. can see movement here <laughs> i am hi everybody you you're live on periscope <laughs> that's sean cunning and work. trish flynn we'll move it over a little bit so maybe you can get a better shot of me but uh we are back and we are talking again with sean cunning from sullivan garrity donnelly uh you're located in cohasset but your mm-hmm. other locations are worcester yeah. chatham uh, number of locations of Worcester. Now we have a new new place to open Manchester by the Sea. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's a beautiful place beautiful up town, there. I know. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, expensive but, homes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're near. Oh, you like all the water. water. I know. Yep. 
Yeah. yeah, we got some great products for coastal properties, and that's really where we're doing well right now. Perfect, and that's what we're going to talk about a little bit. I know sure. Trish has experience with her parents having a place down in Marshfield, yeah. growing up down there. So mm-hmm. why don't we talk a little bit about, We I thought that the maps were changing. Wasn't it supposed to be May 1st of 2015 that we we're going to have a definite, this is what the map is? Exactly, yeah. They came okay. out with those preliminary maps, and, and mm-hmm. it was all over the papers for a long time back in uh, 2014. So mm-hmm. the towns basically pushed back on the maps, and we're waiting for FEMA to come back to us with the revised, you know, data. So what's happened now is we're hearing is it's about six months away. Six months. Oh, now. Yeah. Oh, so they so pushed it out again. Pushed yeah. it out, yeah. Yeah, deadlines don't exist for exactly. the government. Yeah, so yeah. it's up for them to push it back. But, you know, some areas were improving. And so those homeowners are like, oh, I don't want to see any changes. There's yeah. some areas in situate along Surfside Beach and Oceanside. Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I know the town of Coasa just approved at town meeting $40,000 to challenge the 2012 maps. Okay. So um, what they're finding is a lot of the towns like Quincy was able to pull 100 homes out of the flood zone, which is a tremendous win for them. So I think what happened was FEMA came in here and operated very quickly with with faulty data, and they they were trying to get more homes into the flood zones to help pay for the yeah. $25 billion in debt that they have. Well, yeah, because mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't that money actually paying for Sandy, like that mm-hmm. storm and everything mm-hmm. down in the Connecticut's yep. and stuff like that, yep. right? Exactly. Yeah. So they must have that back. I mean, those houses look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's actually funny. So we were talking about that off the air, but now that I think about it, so Casey, when she's a senior at Fairfield, she actually had to sign a lease yesterday, two years away for her being a senior. But um, what do we have to worry about over there? Yeah, will the got- homeowner have to have the flood insurance or does she? Well, the homeowner will. Yeah, you yeah. have to have an insurable interest to insure something. Like, I can't okay. insure your car. Or you can't insure my house. So mm. so if she's only a renter in there, she's only responsible for one liability is the most important. Yeah. If she burns down the house, the landlord's going to pay for the insurance out of their policy. Okay. But they're going to subrogate against her. Okay. If it's her fault. Okay. So, so. we'll make sure. Casey can't cook. So yeah. the chances of her being near a stove are very slim. But I guess on the other hand, if she yeah. tries, no. <laughs> we yeah. might be in trouble. Her sister can cook perfectly fine, but not her so much. No, exactly. So. So with the, we were talking about the flood zones and I was actually surprised I had a client who was buying in the Halifax area and he was on like cranberry bogs with a little trickling stream and that was in an AE zone. I don't get it. I know it's, yeah, it's surprising, but you know, they're they're predicting, you know, if if you had a big flood, what's the chance out of a hundred years that storm is going to rise up and do damage to the interior of that house? Yeah. Yeah. So do you have some clients right now? I think that you were saying something about a client. Yeah. Yeah. I had a client yesterday and and it, it What's happening is the rules are constantly changing with floods. So, mm-hmm. you know, the the latest and greatest is that, you know, subsidized rates are fading away on new purchases. Anything mm-hmm. purchased after October 2013 is basically going to see, you know, rate increases till you get the full rating. What that means is we really want to have, you got to get an elevation certificate to find out what your full rating is. Um, I worked on one yesterday in Cohasset. Uh, it was a $700,000 purchase in an AE zone, has a basement. Built, built in the 1950s. If this is his primary home, it would come in about $2,700 annually. Yeah. Um, if it's a secondary home, it's $4,700 annually. Oh, my goodness. What's he using it as? I know. He's going to live in it for the summer, and yeah. then he's going to rent it going forward. His primary house is in Chicago. Oh, okay. So, but what happens, though, is on the secondary home rate, it's going to go up 25% a year until he gets that elevation certificate. Um, we don't know what that full rating is right now until we see that certificate. I mean, it could be 10000 yeah. yeah. So is he going to get the certificate? 
Well, he's got to get it. He has to get it like within the first year or two. And if it helps, we're going to use it. If it doesn't help, then well, you don't use guess it. Guess what? We're, we're going to keep seeing that rate increase every year. And he just purchased the property? He's purchasing it June 1. Wow. And yeah. he said that he didn't really. If realize. he'd known this, it would have. It would have impacted. It definitely would have impacted one, either the selling price or two, he might not have bought it. So what is your advice to people who are considering purchasing a home near the water, on the water and anything? Talk to you before they talk, put an offer in? Before you put your offer in or make it contingent in the offer that you have a full review of of the insurance premiums, what they're going to be today, Mm -hmm. what they're going to be in the future. And really the only way to know is go for that full rating, find out what it's going to be. Yeah. down the road. And this might be a dumb question, but how sure. do they go about getting the elevation certificate? Sure, you can just call any surveyor, a okay. good land surveyor. They're going to come out. It's about $500. Okay. I would typically put that responsibility back on the seller, mm-hmm. you know, unless it's like an estate sale and somebody's going to do it. But Well, I would think the seller would be responsible yeah. to do that. I mean, sort of like Title V. I mean, nobody's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I, but I mean, I can't see there are certain situations, I don't think in this situation, but that's, if they're going to have high insurance rates, it's going to pop them right out of the Ability That's to right. purchase a home, you know. Yeah. 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 And now the homeowners, besides flood, you got homeowners insurance. And what I'm finding is more and more of the homeowners are saying, I don't want to insure that house unless it's positively elevated. And the only way you can show that is by the elevation certificate. Mm, so if somebody sense. has a 3,500 square foot home on the water, it's really hard to get them coverage unless I can show that they're in, you know, fairly elevated. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And there are other things that they can do too. I mean, we've had whole shows on this and I know that you've done other sure. shows with Michael and stuff. Like they could put, can't they put something where the water can go through exactly, the bottom yeah. and Sometimes stuff like that? Sometimes you can play with the grade on the outside. You can add smart vents. I don't know if you've seen okay. those, those little vents that go around oh, yeah. the perimeter. And the idea is that if water got inside your foundation, it would also free out just as easily. And then you don't have that hydraulic pressure on the foundation and mm-hmm. causing damage and maybe yeah. house collapse. Yeah. Like some of the restaurants and stuff, I remember had dads, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they had the big situation. I mean, have they ha- had any luck resolving all that, or are they going to have to go well, up I higher? Well, I think they're waiting for the new flood maps. Okay. Yeah, and what's going to happen with that? Um, when is that date again? Six that, months? Th- they're saying about six months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe a year. <laughs> yeah, well, they said that last, like, six months ago. Yeah. They said, well, it'll be May 1st, 2015. Yeah. Exactly. Well, remember, it was supposed to be May 1st of 2014 originally, right? Yeah, it was, and then... Yeah, and then they pushed the towns pushed back on it. So, you know, this is crazy. Yeah, it is. It really is sort of crazy. I mean, there are areas that Mm -hmm. I would never think that have flood insurance would ever think that you would need it there. Yeah. And the problem is, too, is that I ran into this on a big claim in Situate is, you know, you might say, well, great, I'm grandfathered in. I have a lower rate. It's not that bad. But if you have a loss, like, say, um, they call it 50% of market value loss. So market value of the house. So if your house yeah. rebuild cost is 400 grand, if you have more of a loss or want to put an addition on anything over 200, yeah. you're going to be required to bring the whole house into compliance. <laughs> so I had a person that just bailed out on a sale because they said, all right, great, I get this grandfathered rate. It's right on the water. It's beautiful. But I said, if you have a partial loss, you're going to have to elevate that house, and that's not covered by insurance. It'll be on stilts. Five feet in the air. Really? And they said, well, that was know, good that he went to you first. Yeah, 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 we talked about it, and he said, I'm not willing to take that risk. And mm-hmm. so he, he bailed on it. And you're pretty good about doing that. I'm not pretty good. You're good about doing it. I know we've asked a couple people just to call you yeah. and, and yeah. find yeah. out. I mean, Run what do you zone. just have like a little map and yeah, figure it all out? Agents have a way to access it. There's also another place, a FEMA Map Service Center. Yeah. You can actually go to that website, plug in the address, and it'll actually bring you right into the current map. And what is do, it? FEMA Map? Yeah. I, I always kind of Google. FEMA Map Service Center. Okay. And there's a place to drop in the address, 
And then if you kind of dig into it a little bit more, it'll actually do like an aerial shot of their house. It's really cool. It'll yeah. show you where the line is. And what happens a lot of times is that the bank says, wow, your house is in a zone. you got to buy it. But when I go to this aerial shot, I could see the house is here, but the flood zone only touches the outer edge of that lot. Yeah. So you don't need it. Okay. Yeah. yeah and I always talk I about it. I did a sale like that, and it was panic after the fact because they yeah. saw the map and that it was in a flood zone. But it really – it was, but it wasn't because they didn't have to do the insurance. Right. But the panic when the client looked at it and saw, oh, my gosh, you said there was no flood. and. Here it is right across yeah. my backyard. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> we have a client today. She said, there's a shed in the backyard, and the insurance company, they're buying the house, and there's a shed in the backyard. The shed is in the flood zone, but the house is not. Yeah. So they're tearing down the shed today because <laughs> they don't want to spend the $400 on the flood insurance. Yeah, so. absolutely. Move the shed over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Move it over. Then move it back after the after this. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Put it right back where you want to. Put it on, like, some little floats, and then if we ever do get that 100-year storm again, you have some yeah. place to go, like Noah's Ark. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. so some some other summer things. Let's talk about summer because okay. I think summer is so interesting. I want to ask, too, is we always hear this thing that the insurance people are now using, like, Google Maps for everything. We just talked about mm-hmm. maps and stuff. Do you guys really do that? Do you sit there and look and say, okay, they told me they didn't have a trampoline, but how come I can see one in their backyard? Or they? Yeah, they, they do look at it. But what they're doing now is, that, you know, within 30 days after you buy a new policy, mm-hmm. they're taking a drive by. If yep. it's a bigger house, they want to see the inside. If it's an older house, they want to see the electrical panel. Okay. Yeah, they're doing all this preemptive stuff and... You know, all of a sudden you get a mail, a letter in the mail that says, you know, hey, you're missing a front railing on your porch. You know, get that fixed in 30 days or else you're going to be canceled. You know, oh. the other thing, too, is with, you know, the whole process when we're doing things mm-hmm. with, you know, helping people buy and sell houses. If there are no permits pulled, I mean, mm-hmm. does that really affect you at, at all? I mean, I can't. Not insurance-wise. Insurance is designed to put it back to where it was before. Yeah. So, But I can see that it would be a little difficult. Like if you had somebody who installed, you know, let's just say a gas stove or something like that, and then mm-hmm. there was a huge issue with it, you know, carbon monoxide leaks out and the person didn't get, you know, insurance to install it. Yeah. I'm not insurance, get permits to install it. I mean... Isn't that why we have yeah. those policies in place, like so we make sure that they're verified that they're done well? Yeah, I guess I guess you can't sue yourself though either, right? No, but if you're yeah. buying a house and the person <laughs> oh, if you're buying, before I got gotcha. you, yeah. A lot of stuff happens behind the scenes, so the claim gets paid by the new homeowners. Do they segregate against the yeah? You know, the old person. Hey, look at you. This is blatant negligence. Yeah. You know, they got to prove negligence. Yeah, but they always ask when you have that original. Like, what are some of the questions we have? Can you ask my? Can you ask the homeowner? My insurance got my insurance person wants to know the age of the roof. They want to. They have yeah. a list of they questions. They have a list. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot up. of credits. Like, if you have a newer roof, they're yeah. going to give you a great credit on your home. Okay. okay. Yeah. If you have a permanently installed generator, there's a great credit. Okay. Um, burglar fire alarms. Mm-hmm. Now they're becoming almost mandatory on on large homes, say over forty five hundred square feet. Yeah, yeah, you well, have yeah. to have it, or else we don't want it. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine you would want it anyways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Temperature monitor, that's a really good one too, especially if someone's going away during the winter. It, you know, for one hundred and fifty dollars, it's a call out little machine that'll call out when the temperature drops below fifty in your house. Make sure oh. you install them properly. Yeah. Though I had a client that had one this year, and they didn't install uh, it. Well, he installed it, but I guess he forgot that he should have been filling the oil. Yeah. While he was gone too, and then the house got cold, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. And he didn't install and the bills, it right. The bills were going to the house. The and bills. He wasn't at the house, yeah. and his mail yeah. didn't get yeah. forwarded. Yeah. So the oil person was like, "All right, if you're not paying my bill, I'm not keeping you on the automatic." And he didn't know that the bills were just being left in the door. door. You know yeah. how the oh, yeah. guys just, just leave them in the door. In sure. So he never was going back and forth to the house. So he 
you know, out yeah. of sight, out of mind. I don't look for an oil bill ever. Yeah. 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 So the house froze, split, pretty bad. I had yeah. a showing over there and it sort of went like this. Sharon, um, I just want to let you know I'm over here showing your property and there's like, I don't know, like four or five inches of water in the whole basement. <sighs> I'm like, wow, that's a lot of water. Yeah. So Mark was with me and I go, we should go look at this. We ran over to look at it. Lo and behold, it was not four or five inches. It was like eight Wow. Eight or nine inches of water. It was, and I wanted to say something funny. Well, the fishing is free. (laughs) But other than that, what did you think of the house? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, this cleaned up tonight. Exactly. I mean, ultimately, he had to do a couple things, you know, a sump pump and replace some heat, but that's exactly what happened. The heat, you know, the pipes Mm -hmm. burst Mm -hmm. and broke and all that other stuff. So, and he, I don't think, had vacant insurance either. No. No. Yeah. And then they'll exclude it if it's been vacant more than 30 days. Yeah. I don't know how we made out. So, um, but the house did pass. I mean, we everything Good. got fixed and everything. Yeah, um, yeah. So, what are some of the other summer things that we can think of that people should be thinking of? Do you need me to take a break? Okay, <laughs> I see him. In, I, I barely see him. I'm so used to. I want Larry to give me the signals over there. So, all right. When we get back, we're going to be talking about. You know what? The weather is so beautiful, and we have a lot of summer things coming up. You're going to be well, Trish. I'm interested in this because you're going to be renting a house with family. Yeah. So, I'd like to know if she should be doing something for rental to rent yep. for a week. And um, I'd love to know about all these other things with renting cars and pool parties, swimming, mm-hmm. diving boards, host liquor, yep. all that great stuff. So when we come back, we'll talk about great. all that. All right. Thank you. Sullivan, Garrity, and Donnelly Insurance is a full-service insurance agency offering a wide range of financial and insurance services. At SG&D, we have access to the strongest and most respected insurance and financial markets available to meet our personal and commercial insurance needs. Since 1922, we take pride in our commitment to providing unparalleled service at competitive prices. With more than eight decades of experience and our ability to meet the complex insurance needs of today, we create the best solutions for our customers personally and professionally. We have convenient offices throughout Massachusetts, including Cohasset, Chatham, and Worcester. Please visit our website at sgdins.com or call 1-800-287-8501. Sullivan, Garrity, and Donnelly Insurance is a proud member of the Assure Alliance Group. Are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails? Are these questions you have but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com, bostonconnect.com, or call 781-826-7300. Plumbing problems are inevitable. Sad to say, do not fix it yourself. After all, that's your home you're living in. McNamara Plumbing. New construction, renovations, repairs, service calls. McNamara Plumbing. 
fully insured. 781-294-7100. McNamara Plumbing. 50% more talk real estate absolutely free. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara. Now one hour every Saturday morning on 95.9 WATD. And we're back. Good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara, the broker owner and founder of Boston Connect Real Estate, located here on the South Shore. We are working very hard at the office, along with Trish Flynn, our office manager. We are connecting home buyers and home sellers on properties all over the place here. Yes. It's been crazy. It's been very busy. It's been great. Yeah, it's been really good. It's nice to see people sort of, you know, after the three months of being in an igloo. Gosh, I, yes. I don't like that. Hibernation. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. And of course, we have Sean Cunning with us from Sullivan Garrity Donnelly. I say that Jesus. I could answer the You're phones over that. there. Now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of shy. No, I'm I know. When I when I when I give up my real estate gig, I think I'll go see if I can answer the phones over there. I say it so uh, easily. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about insurance, obviously, but some of the things that you were just talking about. I mean, and I had asked you this sort of off air with some of those other companies. We won't mention yeah, names, yeah. but you know, you hear, you see them on TV. And, yeah, the online stuff. Yeah, and yeah. online, and people are out. Like you say, people. I know that people are trying to save money but ultimately has anyone never heard you get what you pay, pay for? for yeah oh absolutely why absolutely. why do people not it's know that everything. exactly yeah. yeah so now they're getting these you know insurance policies that don't make sense so have you seen people who have had them and now they're like yeah oh my i gosh. see people most of them are coming from out of state connecticut seems to be like a big online company so really? uh, a lot of the people so they're coming in and i'm saying well show me the coverages because I, I need to you know list it on the umbrella policy and yeah. so forth so I'm, I'm looking at it and i say well here's a guy buying a three million dollar house um, he's got a net worth of about, you know, say $5 million, and he's driving around with $20,000 $20, in liability and oh 25000 property damage. And I said, <laughs> well, what happens if you hit a $60,000 car? What happens if you cause a pileup on the expressway? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, know? like, look at uh, Jennings. What was his name? Bruce Jennings. I mean, he did yeah. that, right? Did yeah. some damage. That's right. Yeah. He did some damage. Yeah. He ended up, the, the woman ended up dying that he hit. Yeah. And most people say, I have no idea. You know, I bought it. I've had it since I was a teenager in high school. Yeah, They just never looked at it again. You know, we say this over and over again with people, with every single host I have with me, we say it over and over. Like, don't you, can you sit down and have consultations? Do you offer that to people? All the time, all the time. Yeah, like, let's sit down and see what you need. Yeah. You know, when I have people buying a house, I'll say, why don't we sit down, tell me what your wants, needs, and desires are. Here are some expectations of how this process works Mm -hmm. and why we feel as if you should go this way and not that way. I mean, Mm -hmm. right now we're seeing people that are putting in offers and waiving the home inspection. I, I, I don't get it. Uh, yeah, yeah. People yeah. are making decisions on emotion. On emotion, mm-hmm. exactly. But no, in your situation, I think they're just trying to save a buck. Yeah, and what we, mm-hmm. we do too when a client comes in, it, you know, typically people have, like, say, for you, instance, you got a boat policy, you got, mm-hmm. you know, a house policy, a couple cars, a couple kid drivers. I mean, you probably don't have no idea what you spend. Oh, no. No. It, you know, I bet you spend about $9,000 a year with us. Yeah, probably. You know? I think yeah. it's probably more. <laughs> That's yeah. why I'm on the minimum. You know? <laughs> so, you know, well, well, I, I mean, short, think about the office, you, yeah. right? Yeah. So I have office stuff, liability, yeah. and E&O, and yeah. all that other stuff. Yeah, but we are But when you really lay it on a spreadsheet, people, the average family shocked what they spend. You know, what yeah. portion of their budget goes to it, and they don't even know what they're really buying. Yeah. And Can you do a spreadsheet like exactly. that for me? Exactly. Yeah. yeah really? Yep. Do you think I would be interested in that? Well, I don't know. 
know, you uh, might die and be like, <laughs> I don't want that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but, you know, you, yeah, you go down there and you say, covered. wow, can these dollars be better allocated elsewhere? Or, yeah. or can I take a little, as I progress in my career and I, you know, yeah. I, I'm willing to take a little bit more risk for a little bit less premium. Well, and the other thing, too, is, is I think that life just changes. I mean, these mm-hmm. are the things we talk about yeah. with a lot of our special, you know, with our professionals yeah. that we have is, you know, I have to do a new will right now because my kids are over 18. You know, mm-hmm. I had to do health care proxies with them because yeah. they're now over 18. So I really think with the same thing with the vehicles and the cars and, and doing all that, I have to make different decisions based on where my life is right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah right? exactly. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, it just makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. and you got to be able to just pick up the phone and say, hey, here's a question for you. What if? Or yeah. my kid's taking the car to Vermont this for the summer. What should I do? Exactly. And that's you what know? I did. I called Paula. She's awesome. Yeah. And um, besides that, I, I did um, work for Paula and her family, and um, <laughs> which was awesome. But she gave us this little, this tote as a little gift afterwards because she was she said, me and Mary, my coordinator, she goes, you guys are always on the run. You guys are so busy. So she did this little plastic tote, and she filled it with the best little things. I was oh, talking good. to her, and I was like, you know, when everything is in fail, like, oh, I have a little stain on my shirt. Go in, get Paula's box back yeah. there because she gave us, like, some <laughs> Out. Yeah. And we uh, have toothpaste, we have picks, we have mouthwash, all kinds of good yeah, stuff in yeah, there. So that great. was awesome. She used to be in the army, I think. Army oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, maybe yeah. that's so why maybe that's she was well off. prepared. Oh, yeah. Prepared. <laughs> I mean, it was a box filled with stuff. It's still full. So it's, anyways, mm. that's what I think of her. Oh, but when I called idea. her, I just said, you know, what do you think my best options are here? Because I know that, you know, we, we do have four cars. And I was like, we were getting because we had all of the cards with the same as our house. We were getting a discount mm-hmm. on the house policy. Does that make sense? Yeah, bundling. Yep. A bundling. Yeah. yeah. So credit. she yep. said, but if you have two cars with that, and we keep that with that, like so, she did some shuffling around where, ultimately, I ended up taking Casey and Mackenzie the cars that they use out of yeah. the other. And put them with a different carrier. And put them with a different yep. carrier, and ended up saving money. That's right. Mm-hmm. And bundling doesn't always save you money, by the way. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's what she did. She wanted you to keep the account credit on your home, yeah. but it was a much cheaper place to put the autos. Yeah. So she left the old car, yeah. the cheapest one. Yep. We left those yeah. ones there. And L- little tricks you can play. Yeah. No, but I thought that that was great. I mean, she took the time, the yeah. energy, the, the effort. extra mile. Yeah. There's nothing mm-hmm. illegal about it. I mean, you're yeah. still going to be covered all the way around. Yeah. 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 We have good policies, and yeah. now yeah. I'm happy. And Mackenzie, yeah, I, we did the right thing. I mean, we t- put everything in mm-hmm. her name, so mm-hmm. that works out good. Yeah. So let's talk about the summer. I'm okay. really looking forward to it. So, <laughs> well, we were talking about boats. Can we? Yeah. 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 So when you're insuring a boat, obviously, like what happens when somebody does get hurt on the boat, similar to when someone hurts yep. at your house? You, you want to you want to have the five hundred thousand liability minimum on, okay. on your boat. And, and how so, big a boat are we talking? Boat? Or how small a boat? Mm-hmm. I yeah. should say you can get anything like up to I think it's twelve feet under twenty five horsepower covered on your homeowners automatically, mm-hmm. uh, oh, or for know. a small endorsement, you got to check. Uh, and then anything over that, you really should get your own policy. The nice part about a boat policy, you got an accidental fuel spill. Say the tank ruptured and it oh, spills yeah. gasoline all over the harbor. Well, you got some coverage for that. Oh, um, that happened last summer. A boat actually yeah, sank. It, um, you know what ended up happening is it went high and dry on the spit, mm-hmm. and they weren't paying attention, so it was high and dry. And then as the water was coming in, it literally was coming into the cabin. Yeah, it never floated, right? Yeah, it never it never made it, its way back uh. up, so it sank. So mm-hmm. they had all you know. 
have a Coast Guard and everything out there, like, surrounding it. Yeah. Well, that doorbell, real quick, gives me an opportunity, and Trish, to talk about this weekend and open houses. I don't think we're having any on Sunday. Uh, not on Sunday. I think that yeah. there may be a couple on Saturday. You can go to bostonconnect.com. You can find all of the open houses under the Buyer tab. Not only can you find all the open houses for Boston Connect in all of our listings in the office, but you can see all of the open houses for the South Shore and mm-hmm. even beyond. Beyond. I feel like the lighthouse guy there, whatever. He, who is he? You know, the, the you know the cartoon know. guy, yeah. you know, the light, Mr. Lightyear. Does that, someone help me? I don't um, even Buzz know. Buzz Lightyear? Buzz Lightyear, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, so from the <laughs> South Shore. Lighthouse to Lightyear. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and beyond. Yeah. So um, if you don't um, have a buyer's agent that you're working with right now and you would like to work with a buyer's agent. You should who be with yes, this market. <laughs> exactly. Representing you, giving you the best ideas on how to get your offer accepted over all the multiple offers, you can contact either myself or Trish Flynn mm-hmm. at the office, 781-826-7300. Trish, you have a cell phone number as well. I do. It's 781. 781- one two two three three two eight six. One more time. Seven eight one two two three three two eight six. Perfect. So you can uh, call Trish or you can text her. And my cell is seven eight one two nine four four eight four eight. We're just finishing up. Let's do some of the summer stuff because yep. I have three minutes left. So I want to talk about renting the car. Great. Go ahead. You rent a car if it's in Massachusetts and, or if in the U.S. and Canada. Your Massachusetts auto policy, if you're named insured on the top of the policy, will cover you. For similar type cars. Okay. Yeah, if you want to rent a Ferrari for this, you know, that's going to be a tough one. <laughs> that's to, going to be yeah, a little diff- more difficult. But if you're just going on vacation for a week and you get it, the only thing that's not covered would be is the lost damage waiver. That means when the car's in the shop being repaired, they, the rental car companies can charge you back for that downtime. So if it's in there a month, you might get a $1,500 bill. So, yeah, well, that's, I want to ask you this because mm-hmm. my dad, um, who I didn't even realize, I take care of all his bills and we're going to switch him over to you soon too. I just haven't had time. Yeah. So he, uh, got in a car accident his car was actually being taken care of it took like three weeks which didn't matter i mean most of the majority of the time he was in florida but the few days that he was home and didn't have the car he was borrowing one of my cars now, mm-hmm. he's not on my th- policy on is your that insurance. okay but if he's a regularly used driver he should be on there if he's just in just for borrowing. a few days yeah that's fine okay yeah the insurance follows the car not okay yeah so that that's a common question okay if would his insurance cover your car no okay. that's not the case so would so my car insurance? your insurance would cover him okay but they would certainly ask him you know during an accident say do you use this car often yeah and it's a kind of a preemptive yeah well no he yeah. wouldn't really no, didn't. just i'm yeah. just in for the week that's yeah. fine yeah. Yeah. well it was yeah. more like my car's getting fixed they, yeah. i got in another car accident and that's why <laughs> oh, i'm in geez. this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so. but, if, but if you had a nanny driving your kids every day with a car, yeah. she should be she listed should be as a driver. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good Regularly one. used drivers. Yep. Okay. So pool okay. parties and pool hosting parties. liquor. Yep. Tell me about that because I'm thinking about having a Boston Connect pool party Covered. again this year. You're thinking you yep. have to do Covered. That. Just don't charge for your drinks. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Perfect. On, all right, we're good on that okay. one. That's yeah. good. Yeah, so we're, I was thinking, actually, oh, we're all done. How can people get in touch with you, Sean Cunning? Sure. Call my office uh, at 781-383-8505. One more time. 781-383-8505. Perfect. And do you have a website over there? Sure. It's www.sgdins.com. Perfect. And I'll have all that information on bostonconnect.com. You can listen to this show on our podcast at Talk Real Estate Radio. I hope you enjoyed our show and we will see you next week with CPA Michael Damon. Nice. And happy Mother's Day to all those moms. Happy Mm -hmm. Mother's Day. Thanks, Trish. To infinity and beyond. 